Good morning and welcome to The Business Of. Today's topic is the business of South Tucson. My guest today is Akani Oyabola, acting mayor of South Tucson. But before we get started, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Barrio Bread. Barrio Bread is a true neighborhood bakery that showcases the art and science of Don Guerra's passion for baking and his commitment to the community. Barrio Bread is dedicated to exceptional quality artisan bread created with centuries-old baking techniques and locally grown heritage grains. Barrio Bread loaves are known for a chewy interior and amazing crust. Find out more at barriobread.com. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get started. Good morning, Akani. Good morning very much. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So nice to have you here. Absolutely. Yeah, I've run into you a couple times at the uh, Southern Arizona Attractions Alliance functions, which are always fun way to network and meet uh, people and see what businesses are out there that I might not already know about. So that's where I first met you. And you always have something interesting to say. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's always good. The Southern Arizona Attraction Alliance has been amazing. Um, all the members there have been amazing. So it's it's just amazing to be able to reach out and speak to, I'll say, colleagues in the, in the region and let them know what's going on on my side of town. Exactly. So let's um, talk about the South Side. Let's talk about South Tucson. Tell me about what brought you there, because I know you're actually from the East Coast, is it? Absolutely. So tell us about the path that led you to being the acting mayor of South Tucson. It's actually, to me, very interesting. I actually came out here for U of A. What Went did you there. study there? Um, actually, it was business and legal studies. Mm -hmm. I had an internship that brought me to South Tucson. They told me that once I signed up that we have availability in South Tucson, I would work with the police chief, okay. the city attorney, and the judge. Oh, so wow. it was it was very interesting. I knew nothing of <laughs> of the community, uh -huh. so I came out and I just hit the ground running. I mean, at the time, the city mayor was Sixto Molina. Okay. So he gave me official title as a community liaison. All right. And at the time, South Tucson was having issues with bees and uh, mosquitoes okay so i was working a lot with the pima county health department mm -hmm. speaking with the residents letting them know how pima county can assist them with the issues pima county was amazing they would call beekeepers come out to gather the bees so right. no one got hurt so i've seen some yeah. of those nests before swarms mm -hmm. i don't even know what they're called but where it's just this huge population of bees just covering yes the corner of someone's house or a yes. bush or something you mm -hmm. must have seen some crazy sights with those bees. Yes, and it'll be just in places where let's just say that um, it might be a boarded-up house next to a house that's fully occupied, right. and you know you don't want the the kids to get stung on the way to school or anything. Oh so goodness. they would reach out to me, and yeah, you get you absolutely see a huge nest, and we did what we could to to help the residents. That's great. So in talking with all the residents, you probably really got a quick education on their perspective of living in South Tucson. Absolutely. That's where I got motivated once I got to know a lot of the residents' stories, once I got to know a lot of the businesses' stories, they had access to me. So that's one of the biggest things. They knew that they, they could call me and I'll be right over to assist whatever resources regionally was out there. I would bring it back to South Tucson to see how I could help. Great, you must have learned so much. Mm -hmm. So then tell me about the next steps as far as 
going door to door, talking to people about the bees and mm-hmm. the mosquitoes, then what happened to get you more into the role where you are now? I think I started going to more community events. Mm-hmm. I hold a, a event myself at the time. It was my community wellness festival, but just getting a better understanding of what the community needed. And I was there for several community events and, and they would tell me. So I just took all of that information mm-hmm. and I kept speaking with them. And at, at a point, it took probably several residents to come up to me and say, that we really appreciate you being attentive to mm-hmm. what we're doing here. Why don't you run for a city council? Okay. At the time, I, I was really not, I was there for, uh, for an internship, for a class. Right. So uh, that's not, uh, politics was not what I was mm-hmm. about at that time. Wow, the power of internships. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You learned a heck of a lot more <laughs> than you ever thought you would. Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's just amazing. Actually, my, my professor said the exact same thing. Uh-huh. You know, internships are important regardless what major you're, you're in. You really get on-the-ground information. That's what brought me here to uh, active me. Wow, that's mm-hmm. amazing. So is there a sort of ceremony to become active mayor? What, what, is there a gavel that's passed? What happens oh, absolutely. Um, well, first I started as a council member, of course. I was counselor. I just got voted as active mayor this year. Okay. So I've been on the council for four years. I've been an intern in the city for two years. So I really got to know a lot of the issues and, and a lot of what works and a lot of the image issues that the, the city has. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Talk a little bit more about that. Coming from the East Coast, I'm from the Washington, D.C. area. Grew up in northwest Washington, D.C., and I moved to Prince George's County, Maryland. Did you know I'm from Maryland? I did not. We'll talk about that more later. Okay. Okay. And then uh, I went to my uh, HBCU in uh, Richmond, Virginia. But the issue is coming to South Tucson and listening. At that time, as an intern, we would have businesses. um, I would just sit in with the city manager. And they would give us their perspective of either let's set up a city of South Tucson Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. or if we're reaching out to other businesses to come in the area at that time, they felt like either the numbers weren't up, the image was an issue, crime. Um, at the time, the city of South Tucson is lumped in with the southern border of Tucson. So whenever they said the south side, even if it was some type of issue, dispute, homicide, even if it wasn't in the city jurisdiction, it was on the south side, we were lumped in. So oh, a lot of people didn't understand that the city of South Tucson is a separate jurisdiction, 1.2 square miles. So we would have to explain that a lot because a lot of people might not know the boundaries. Mm-hmm. So Tell us um, about the ba- boundaries. The boundaries start on South 6th Avenue, 26 and a half when you're going south. Okay. Right. Uh, that's the beginning of the city, and then once you go get to the bridge, that's the end. Uh, once you're going south, right there to Cesar Chavez Bridge. Once you cross the bridge, you're into the southern southern border of of the city of Tucson. So we are totally surrounded by Tucson. Right. So on the east, you're gonna have the train tracks. Okay. Right now, J J Ted is in that area, mm-hmm. and on the west, you have I ten. You have the freeway. Exactly. So yeah. you have a nice square. Mm-hmm. 1.2 square miles. Right. If you're just now joining us, you're listening to Tucson Metro Chambers, The Business Of. Today's guest is Akani Oyabola, the acting mayor of South Tucson. Today's sponsor is Barrio Bread, 
Barrio Bread is a true neighborhood bakery that showcases the art and science of Don Guerra's passion for baking and his commitment to the community. Barrio Bread is dedicated to exceptional quality artisan bread, created with centuries-old baking techniques, locally owned heritage grains. Barrio Bread loaves are known for a chewy interior and amazing crust. Find out more at barriobread.com. So tell us more about some of the common misconceptions about your area. I live near there, so I actually do, you know, use the Walgreens on South 6th mm-hmm. Avenue, and I've gone to uh, Bizu Bizu uh, Flowers. Oh, we yeah. actually use them for our Copper Cactus Award <coughs> centerpieces, where they arranged all the centerpieces in the Wells Fargo cookie jars at the center of every table. And so I'm familiar with all the Mexican restaurants, that sort of thing, but tell the general public, you know, what are these misconceptions? You mentioned a little bit of, you know, crime and this and that prior, but what do you really want people to realize about South Tucson? I think the the community, especially regionally, to understand the importance of the city of South Tucson. Mm -hmm. You have a city that's totally surrounded by the city of Tucson, which makes it an enclave of the city of Tucson with a lot of history, culture, heritage that you can't duplicate anywhere else. It's concentrated in this 1.2 square miles. Mm -hmm. You've got family stories of the city before it even have paved roads. I mean, the city had dirt roads at one point. You have, I speak to businesses that started their business before they got a a brick and mortar. They might have started in in a shopping cart and they built their way by hard work up into a brick-and-mortar location, mm-hmm. and they're successful today. This one uh, business works quite a bit with uh, Visit Tucson, being certified as a food service restaurant and just being able to collaborate with Visit Tucson in the area, letting people know what's available. Usually I try to spout off different restaurants, but if I if I forget one, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in trouble. But uh, I know a lot of people definitely know Minidito, Double sure. L, those those restaurants. Meachas, chalk and eggs for Sunday morning breakfast. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But a lot of people they come and and they come for the restaurant. What my issue is, and what I saw as a as an intern is, we really want people to stay uh, a little bit longer. So my advocacy for the city is just a little bit more tourism, economic development. If you're gonna come to the city and enjoy. A meal at at Minidito. Try one of the the art galleries. Try one of the schools like Los Artes does a lot of work in the region as far as artwork and tile work in the community. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard that name, but I wasn't mm-hmm. familiar with their work. Yeah, right in the city, it's a, a Sapima County Department. I guess I would say funded. Oh, okay. Uh, program, but it's it's housed in the city of South Tucson, mm-hmm. and at the same time, you know. Just letting people know that, for instance, when I was an intern, mm-hmm. the first thing that I, I'd hear a lot is uh, don't go past 22nd Street. Mm-hmm. Or some people say don't go past Broadway. It was always oh, this, wow. m- <laughs> this this marker. But I come from an area that, you know, it's amazing what people's perception is of bad. Of course, there's this crime and there's this issues in any city. Sure. But because of being lumped in with the southern border of Tucson, we would get a lot of backlash, even if it wasn't in our city. Mm-hmm. So we can count on how many times, you know, somebody's come in, they, they like we spoke earlier, they went to a restaurant, enjoyed themselves, and left with no issues. 
Sure. But for some reason in the, in the community, they might see someone walk in and feel unsafe. And that spreads sort of like propaganda throughout the whole community that the whole city is not safe. The whole South Side is right, not safe. Right, you should never say that. Yeah. No, no sweeping generalization. Absolutely. And sometimes it could even be the guest's perspective uh, rather than the true reality of what was going on. Maybe it was just their own fear for whatever reason. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, you were mentioning Visit Tucson before, and that made me think of the uh, 23 miles of Mexican food that they talk yes. about a lot. And when you look at the map of the 23 miles, a good third of it seems to be right in your neck of the woods. Absolutely. And so uh, hopefully, like you were saying before, people may check out one of these amazing restaurants, El Torero or whatever, or is that a little too north? No, that's actually right in the city. Okay, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like you said, then stay a while. Absolutely. Check it out. Drive around. I think so often people think of, oh, the rodeo parade or, oh, this or whatever, but there's more. Absolutely. And so I was even looking at some of the interesting businesses that are there. For example, uh, Extreme Sports. Yes. Tell us about what they do because I Um, think that would be a good draw. Absolutely. We get quite a bit of people in the region that come. If they need some mm-hmm. off-road work done to any type of vehicle, ATV, they actually do it there. They order parts for you. They do a lot of um, work with companies that do like desert tours and things like that. So a lot of people that have those side-by-side vehicles, uh, Extreme Sports does an amazing job. They're fairly new to the city, bringing in a lot of tourism, bringing in a lot of people. And, and that's what we want. We want several businesses doing exactly what they're doing. Serving a, a great product, great service, and people coming in. And, you know, they might go across the street to Cafe Santa Rosa and have a meal and then have some work done either on maybe it might be a, a go-kart or ATV or dirt bike, any type of uh, vehicle, and what we want them to do, stay a little while and then leave. Right. Yeah. And I remember reading something about Tucson Tamale Company considering mm-hmm. – having a location there did that come to be absolutely oh, um good. they are definitely in the city right now they are off of uh 29th street oh, okay. in the old meat company building we are so ecstatic so so grateful to have them to come to the city so many people in the region know about tucson tamale sure. company and, and their history and what they've done so for them to pick the city of south tucson to come that says a lot and and i'm glad you pointed that out because a lot of people don't know that they're in our city they're doing a lot of wholesale throughout the country oh, okay. so they're doing amazing work right i knew um, that they shipped absolutely they really need to become a chamber member yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's cool yeah and do you know anything about what their decision was for choosing to have a location there as well what was behind that i think the history of the city Okay. The location closest to the uh, freeway, but definitely just having an available location, not being afraid of the misconceptions of the city and understanding that if anyone speaks on great Mexican food, they're usually talking about the city of South Tucson. They do talk about the South Side, but they're definitely talking about the city of South Tucson. So they definitely wanted to be around uh, collectively what is what, like you stated, a community full of, of history and culture, and especially food. So you're going to bring your family and friends out, have a great meal. But why not be in an area like that? So th- we want plenty more businesses to do the same. Right. We have so many amazing restaurants throughout Tucson, for sure. Uh, but there is 
a certain uh, authentic feeling mm-hmm. when I do go somewhere along you know, South 4th Avenue and have a meal crossroads or whatever. There's just something Absolutely. about it where you just kind of feel like you're truly uh, involved in the culture of it, not just a restaurant standing by itself somewhere. It's like really surrounding it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, now Pima Community College, do they have a branch um, in South Tucson? They do not have a branch, but they do collaborate with us quite a bit on events, especially when I'm having the um, the street festivals and things like that. Pima Community College is, is amazing. They come out and they're setting up booths and we're getting a lot of information out to the community. Or they'll come and contact us at City Hall, ask us what we need um, for residents and things of that nature. U of A is in the city, uh, South Tucson, with the Garden Kitchen. So oh. between uh, Pima Community College and... Uh, U of A, it's been amazing to have them support us. Oh, tell me more about the garden. I didn't know that existed. Uh, the Garden Kitchen is on South 4th Avenue. They do a lot of classes, cooking classes, elderly people that might want oh. to. Yeah. Really? Um, is it open have, to the public? It is. Um, they have a commercial kitchen there. They do a lot of things oh. that uh, a lot of people uh, probably did not know. No, if they're not looking. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know. I yeah. love that. That's great. A lot of fresh food and um Actually, they have monitors and everything set up. So if you needed a commercial kitchen or you needed to uh, record you doing a lot of uh, cooking or, or mm-hmm. things like that, you can do it there at the Garden Kitchen. Oh, that's so interesting. Now, why was it when uh, South 4th Avenue where it gets really curvy, that mm-hmm. section of it, is that still in South Tucson? Or yes. Just went through there? Okay, because it's right at that border yes. that you were talking about. So uh, why was that created? in such a curvy fashion, do you know? That's it. Every time I drive that road, oh, I'm like, why so, is it's, it's a little windy. <laughs> like on Lombard Street in San yeah. Francisco. <laughs> I don't know. That's Not a good like question. That. As an intern, I was told that um, the street was created that way because we wanted it to be a little bit more uh, walkable, and okay. uh, we didn't want people Slows to just, yeah, exactly, oh, just nice. fly through South, South 4th. Uh, enjoy yourself while you're in the city. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so what uh, do you know of, of any new businesses who are also either about to open their doors or considering being in South Tucson? We have a few, and definitely we spent quite a bit bringing in Tucson Tamale Company. Mm-hmm. But right now we're definitely working on uh, Walgreens, who's been amazing this year. I'm sorry, last year when we had the street festival, they helped out as far as testing for um, covid Okay. Right there on the site, right there on South 6. So they're always helping out. So what they're doing right now is setting up a minute clinic, which we didn't have before oh, in the city, uh, right there for a lot of residents. So I definitely want to shout out Walgreens. We appreciate you collaborating with the city and, and providing something like that that we didn't have before, listening and, and being able to work with us. Right. Tell me more about these street fairs. I, I know a little bit about them, but I, will is there one scheduled for 2022? Yes, good question on that. We're, we're looking to do it at uh, Greyhound Park um, okay. this year, uh, September 24th and 25th. Okay. In Greyhound Park parking that? lot. Oh, go ahead. It's pretty much collaborating with the community. Uh-huh. Um, just like we spoke today, just letting people know the city is a great place to be. Businesses coming out, being able to have resources. So I'm the curator of the event. And as I stated earlier, as an intern, I like to bring out resources and I like to work with the partners in the, in the region. So you will have, like you stated, U of A, Pima Community College, JTED. You will have Pasquayaki Tribe, uh, Tohoto Odom Tribe. You will have um, the city of Tucson with Mayor 
Raina Romero's administration. You will have Pima County having their executive staff, their health department. They, uh, we definitely reach out statewide, federally. You have like Senator Gabadon. You have uh, representatives like Andres Cano. We, we, we reach out wide mm-hmm. throughout the community mm-hmm. and let them know what we're doing and any type of resources that can be provided. Uh, we bring it to the residents. So if they can't go to, let's say, Pima County One Stop, mm-hmm. Pima County One Stop comes to the street festival. They set up a booth. They'll have all the information that the residents need. Oh, good. So it's a really good resource for all the residents to really see what the different opportunities and resources are around town. Absolutely. Great. Now tell me more about it. it is it more of that sort of thing where their booths set up or is are there activities or entertainment or anything good to Yes, uh, that's a great question. We definitely uh, this year are working on having some national recording artists. Really? We brought in the car show last year, so this year we plan on bringing that back. Oh, that's always good. But that's more of the guise of getting the people out. The sure. resources is more of uh, right. of what we uh, what we want the the community to come out to, but they enjoy the performances, they enjoy the folklorico, right. the mariachi, they enjoy what's culturally been there in that community and having the food there, having the restaurants, having uh, the community come out and have a great time, especially with COVID because it's hit the south side of, of Tucson quite quite hard. Um, we've been, been ravished and devastated on the south side from the city of Tucson all the way down to, of course, uh, rodeo fairgrounds to mm-hmm. to Las Vistas and in the area. So being in the eight five seven one three zip code, uh, we've been hit quite hard from the pandemic. So mm-hmm. just having a way for the businesses and the residents to come out, mm-hmm. um, it's been amazing. Again. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a great idea. What are those dates again? September September twenty fourth, Saturday, September twenty fourth, and Sunday, September twenty fifth. That's really good to know. And tell me a little bit more about the diversity within the city of South Tucson. Absolutely. We have Pascuayaki's uh, Pueblo. Actually, right now they're working on um, doing some upgrades to their tribal community there in, in, in the city of South Tucson. Mm-hmm. You have Tohoto Odom that has a large population in our city. Then we have predominantly Hispanic, mm-hmm. but we also have black community. And every every pretty much we have a, a Asian community. So... So it's been shifting over the years, and or has it always been that way? It it's always been uh, predominantly Hispanic. It is shifting more these days. It it has a larger white population coming in. So you are seeing the Census Bureau data uh, begin to shift. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how do you feel about that? For me, I think it could be very promising. For my constituents, some of them might be a little bit concerned. Mm-hmm. Some of them understand the the need for for change, the need for um, investment in tourism and economic development mm-hmm. and new people. You have a lot of residents who do leave out. They go to school and, and they might not come back, but we, we have a strong population of, of residents who've been there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on, on who you ask. Sure, that's um, understandable. Absolutely. I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. What else would you like to mention before we have to wrap it up today? Um, I'd just like to mention that the people in the region of the Tucson metropolitan area, uh, please don't forget the city of South Tucson. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for the city. I have a lot of respect for the region. But this city had given support for someone who came from the East Coast for me to come in and, and view their day-to-day lives. 
what's important to them, what they treasure. Mm-hmm. I take that trust and I value it. So I just like the region who several people already know, but for the members who do not know in the community, that city of South Tucson is definitely has a lot of renewed interest right now. We have a lot of people looking at some of the properties. It's right off South 6 and downtown and I-10. So it's in a, a prime location, but at the same time, what's more valuable is, is the culture and um, the history of the community. So people just come in, understand that as people been here for, for a long time and everyone just work together, come and enjoy yourself. Yeah, Absolutely. Experience a sense of community. Yes. I love it. And what are your next steps? What are your goals? My next step is actually I plan on elevating and running for the House of Representative for uh, LD21. I definitely love the south side of Tucson, the city of South Tucson, and I want to do more for the community. Mm-hmm. We've tried and, and uh, we've been on the ground. Uh, so my team, we definitely want to be able to go wider and reach out and explain why the city of South Tucson is important, why Pueblo Gardens on the south side of that community, uh, the fairgrounds areas, is important throughout the district all the way to Nogales. Um, Just people know that tourism and economic development is key for for little cities all the way to the border. So um, I just want to be able to, to advocate for that and let people know how important and how great the south side of Tucson is. I know we talked about a lot of different restaurants, so I definitely wanted to... Shout out Don Juan and uh, Pico de Gallo. Pico um, de Gallo. Yeah, definitely wanted to. <laughs> I couldn't leave without mentioning them. Good friend Nacho, he's been amazing. But um, definitely let people know that you're dealing with the city of South Tucson, a city with residents who are self-determined. You're yeah. right, Pico de Gallo. Yeah. How did I not think of that? Yeah. I love Pico de Gallo. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like it. Well, thank you so much. I'll go ahead and wrap it up. <clears throat> I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Business Of. We hope the information shared today helps inspire you to check out the city of South Tucson. Thank you so much to today's guest, Akani Oyabola. In case you didn't catch this episode from the beginning, it can also be found on Spotify by searching Tucson Metro Chamber or the business of Tucson. Please follow Tucson Metro Chamber on all of our social media channels and check out tucsonchamber.org for upcoming events or membership information. Would you like to be my guest or sponsor an episode? Or would you like to share your legacy about the risks, rewards, and resilience you've experienced as a feature in our next Chamber Edge magazine, the 125th anniversary legacy issue? Find me, Heather Wolpern, on our staff page under the Chamber tab at TucsonChamber.org. Thanks again to Barrio Bread for sponsoring this episode of The Business Of. Check out BarrioBread.com to learn more. Enjoy the rest of your day.